This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, Jay is crying again. What is ethnic and Queen goes to jail? Again, it's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Tea with Queen and Jay. Which happened? I can't. Do I can't it. do it either. I'm I not can't. Bronx enough. Is that what that means? I don't think your ability to wash and all of that wash is a is a Bronx thing. I don't think that has. That's what. No. Oh, okay. I thought I was disconnected since it's been so many years since I've lived there. Right, right. No, I don't think that's what it is. Hi guys. <laughs> Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. I am Queen. I'm Jay, and, and this is Tea with, with Queen, Queen and Jay. Waka waka waka. I feel like I've done that. Boyaka, boyaka. Hey, I should have a ranking. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, how are you? I am fine right now. Interesting. I had a very, we will talk about it, mm-hmm. but I had a very um, tumultuous subway ride here. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Things happened. I apologize. Had to unload. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Well, I'm glad that you made it. Yes, I am too. After several hours. You might as well have been coming from Connecticut. I might as well or have. Or Philly, been. actually. I was like, I've had quicker trips on the MTA when I lived upstate. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Metro North. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what happened. Right. I'm sorry. Um, what kind of tea are we drinking? We ain't drinking tea. We're not drinking tea today, guys. See, because see, me, Queen and Jay had annoying Sundays. It was such a bad, bad Sunday. So we said, fuck tea, and we're drinking wine. Fuck it all, man. We are drinking some cheap white Zinfandel. Bodega Zinfandel. Yes. CVS Zinfandel. Yep. Reed Zinfandel. Chilled in the freezer. That's right. But we're drinking it in mugs. Eckerd Zippendale, depending <laughs> on what state you're in. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's right. But we are having them right in mugs and teacups. Yes. Uh, if you will. And, um, you know, we're keeping it lit. Yes. Keeping it fresh. Lit. It's a uh, lituation. It is a lituation up in yes. this BR. And this dancery. In this dancery. What is a dancery? I don't know. <laughs> What's a menagerie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There'll anyway. be no hollerating. No. Holleration. None of it. Maybe like holleration. Why I don't know. Become Who acceptable. I didn't like it. I didn't like the song. The I video, wasn't into the song. I got used to the song. Yes. I got used to it. But Mary, don't be making up words. Someone did that to her. <laughs> I don't think that was her idea. I don't either. Someone just just. So I hated that, her wig in like that video. It yes, it was terrible. I we, didn't like it. We gotta it. talk to you about that one day, Mary. What was going on that day? When Mary is here, we're gonna go yeah, over that whole thing. She'll that. let us know what's good. She will let us know what's good. Um, so what's happening with me? Yes. Yeah. Weird, awkward Sunday, yo. Yes. Weird, awkward Sunday. Yes. Hennessy is here though. 
Chewing on her bone. Chewing her little bone. We're actually recording in my bedroom, which we don't normally do. do. So we, I don't know if we'll sound different to you, but if we do, yeah. that is why. That's why. And because we're having wine today. Yeah. So sorry. All right? Yeah. We are we sorry. Know that the tweets or whatever will come. Hey, hey. <laughs> we hey. appreciate your tweets about the sound, though. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Uh, my free podcast. Hey. Um, hey. You sounded funny today. No, I'm hey. joking. I love y'all. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I love y'all. Y'all keep us on our game. And sometimes I don't get around to listening. Like, y'all after we edit it, sometimes I, I don't get to yeah. listen to the whole thing. Sometimes, and you sometimes y'all let us off the hook because we've made mistakes. Yes, we And have. put out episodes, and it's like, yes, wait, that is in the wrong place. What, and we'll what fix it later. And y'all don't come at us and make fun of us. So you and know some what? some of y'all still hit us I, with the yes. great episodes, We appreciate guys. that. We appreciate you. We're not we engineers. Guys. We're just shit talkers. We're just shit talkers that engineer, yo. We engineer shit. We engineer shit, we do. but we're not sound engineers. No, we're not. That'd be clear. Oh, it's clear. <laughs> <laughs> it is clear, Definitely yo. is. It is clear. Definitely is. Um... So anyway, aside from what the shit that was today, I know we have some pinkies up still, yes, right? Yes. What do you have for pinkies up? This My week? pinky is for how do I say his name? Bomani. Bomani Jones. Yes. I was thinking that, but you know me and how That's I be cool. remixing words. You don't want to risk it. Oh yeah, Bomani Jones. Bomani Jones. Oh see, <laughs> just did it. <laughs> Bomani. Bomani. Bomani uh-huh. Jones was on the Mike and Mike show, which is a show on ESPN where they talk about. Sports. Mm-hmm. I don't and even know why I said sports like that. Like I don't like sports. sports. You like you're the <laughs> sports know. person. You're yeah. the resident sports uh, <laughs> co-host here. That's not my lane, really. But, but um, I know Bomani though. I fucks with Bomani. Yeah, I fucks with him. But now I really fucks with him. Mm-hmm. Um. So he was on the show and he wore a shirt that said Caucasians. Mm-hmm. A satire shirt says Caucasians, and then there's a white man with blonde hair. Um. With a what is this called the money symbol is there a word for that uh the money symbol? no i think it's the money symbol okay but I the think. money symbol in the back or the shmoney symbol <laughs> i like that better the if shmoney, you will the shmoney symbol uh-huh. um is reminiscent of how they um have the what is it the redskins the, redskins. Or the indians is it the indians i think it's the indians maybe it's the indians or the Red... there's just so many, many. uh-huh um, yeah, so the dollar sign is at the back of the white man's head, similar to how a um, indigenous American person would have their feather. The man has blonde hair. Mm-hmm. So oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's the Cleveland Indians? Yes, yeah, right. Thanks. So, yeah, okay. for the Cleveland Indians. So, that is, if you know what the Cleveland Indians logo, mm-hmm. whatever it looks like, this Caucasian shirt is like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can Google it and definitely see the shirt. Mm-hmm. But, all he did was wear a shirt, a t-shirt, to make a bold ass statement, and to make what I one of my favorite things to do, is to make white people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I live for that. Right. So this is, this is another why. This is another reason why there's a pinky because mm-hmm. you know I live for that shit. Right, we know you enjoy it. Yes. And the ones that deserve to be, not all white people should. Be, right. You know. Right. But right. Right. Oh oh. What? Did Queen hit us with a not all? Uh, I did. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my god, it's dun, dun, dun. happening. You're rubbing off. Oh, don't stop give a fuck. it. Anyway. But, um, nah, the white people who listen know mm-hmm. how I feel. Mm-hmm. And they, they, y'all know me. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this is the one. It's the one. It's the one. Anyways, so, and then it did exactly that. Some part, some persons, a person tweeted to him, I'm not offended. 
But if I had an African American shirt, no, if I had a shirt that said African Americans are black, he would be offended. You fucking idiot. This is what you do to the Indians yeah. and the Redskins, the yes. people who are indigenous of this country mm-hmm. every day, and y'all tell them that you tell them what is supposed to offend right. them right. every fucking day. Right. He doesn't have. You don't have to wear African American shirt mm-hmm. for us to know that you a fuck, fuck motherfucker, right. and you're racist and all that. You don't have to do that. You I already think it's do that. Really interesting how they make those comparisons because because it, it, that is what the shirt is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the standard shirt for the team is, it says Indians on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for them to say, well, what if it said black? As if it does not already say Indians. It's the same shirt that's just been flipped. And this is a shirt that's been floating around. I've seen it before on social media. Um, I love it that someone within sports is finally saying something in this kind of bold yes, way, making yes. a visual statement that makes people think it, about it, it and uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. But what I think that it shows is that that remark, the whoever tweeted and said, um, lots of folks, yeah, yes, but mm-hmm. like if I wore a black a mm-hmm. African American shirt mm-hmm. or I don't know why I do that voice, you gotta say black, a black shirt, right. you would be angry. Right. I don't understand why y'all don't understand that people of color, right? Mm-hmm. We have common space in this racism We're, shit. Right, we feel connected. We can, to one we are connected. In that way. Mm-hmm. He can feel a way about this cuz he knows what it's like to be mm-hmm. discriminated against and mm-hmm. to be a caricature mm-hmm. for white people's enjoyment cuz yes. we have lots of that within our history too. But he doesn't have to always make his statements about these things mm-hmm. in the space of blackness mm-hmm. because he can understand how indigenous people feel here. He can mm-hmm. understand how someone of Mexican can, right. um, descent can feel that right. way. Want to know why? Because we can empathize with each other's thing. Mm-hmm. And that's another level that shows that y'all are fucked up. Because how could you not empathize with someone else's mm-hmm. um, struggle? Struggle, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like marginalization. Exactly, that's your flaw. Mm-hmm. And that's why you don't understand why this black man can speak up for indigenous people. Right. right. I've had that happen to me before, too. I was really, really drunk mm-hmm. college years. And I was talking to this girl in the bathroom line. Mm-hmm. It's always in the bathroom line, man. Really drunk. And she says, I have a joke. And I'm like, what's your no, joke? No, Tell no, me your no, joke. no, no. It was like spring break. We're in Daytona Beach. Right. Oh, man. They always have a joke. Like, what's your joke? Person? I don't remember her name. Girls in the bathroom line, I mean. BT Dub. <laughs> and she's like, how do Indians open their garage oh, doors? How do, she was done when she said, how do it? So uh, I was already like, huh, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, how? Oh. She's like, they press their garage door openers and she like, Touch the forehead where, um. Oh my god. You know how they have where the third eye? Okay. I was about to fuck her up in that bathroom. My oh friends my had to put me out the bathroom. I'm like, no, I will strangle her with her own hair. Like, I was mm-hmm. ready to fuck right, her up. Right. And she was like, why is she mad? She's not even Indian. She's black. Oh, right. Racism so is okay. Yeah, I'm just supposed long to not, not care. Me. As long as you're not talking about me, no, I'm not supposed to not care and be works. offended. That's not how this works. Because I could have been an Indian girl standing there. Now you were just talking about a black person. Mm-hmm. Like, what? No, mm-hmm. I'm going to just... 
and I was 18 and I was drunk. So mm-hmm. in my mind, I was going to beat the shit out of her. Anyway. Yeah, like, <laughs> you were going to fight that yeah, night anyway. Those were, that was college years. That was right. knock if you buck years. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Were, yes. My friends pulled me out, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But I was really going to fight her and she could Did not understand. Did you get to pee? I forgot about pee. Oh my goodness. But she didn't understand why I got so angry and why yeah. I was offended. I shouldn't be offended because she's talking about a racist, not... Mm-hmm. My, I remember being. This has actually happened to me a few times in life. Um, somewhere somebody saying something incredibly anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wait, like, like just leading up to, it, I'm like, wait, you talking about Jews? Is that like, like you, you hate Jews? And this person said, yeah, don't you? It's like, wait, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> wait, but I thought you were Hitler. Like, what? What? Well, what are you? What? Are you, what? Are, what? What do you think this is? You cannot. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Aside from the fact that you should not assume that other people are just like accepting of your hatred. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But do not, do not turn to your black neighbor, okay, <laughs> and start spewing out anti-Semitic shit. Or just like, you know, it's something against any person of color. Yeah. Something it's, racist it's like, or any of that shit, yo. Keep that shit to yourself. But a lot of times when I'm noticed when I'm noticing more so now, when it comes to like even people who are marginalized because of race or religion mm-hmm. or even their sexual orientation is that a lot of times within I'm just saying us because it's I don't feel this way, you don't feel this way, mm-hmm. but whatever. We're trying to, um, I guess, get our freedom or get our equal share of whatever. Mm-hmm. That people forget that, like, you don't have to step on other people to right. like do that. Like a lot of people are just fighting to be the next imperialist. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. like you're not. Yeah, like how do you preach all of this black freedom stuff or um, I don't know LGBT liberation and all of this stuff, mm-hmm. and, and you did still you still a hate to... a group? Right, right, that right. doesn't make you any better. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying kumbaya and blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. but don't don't do that. Like you're really just fighting to be the next imperialist, mm-hmm. and you suck. Yeah, you suck. Or <clears throat> if hate is your thing, <laughs> and you're trying to recruit more peeps to be like yo. Hate this shit with me. Hate these motherfuckers with me, right? Here's my idea, right? Mm-hmm. Don't tell your own joke. <laughs> Find a racist joke that's available on the internets. And there are plenty. Just Google black women, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, Google black women. The Mad videos. shit will come up. There's videos <laughs> there, but they're all negative, yes, right? Just yes. regular Google. Don't go to Tumblr. Don't go to any other safe you space. Know what? Let's get a Tyler Perry movie. Like, this is so many right, right. But no, Google black women. A racist joke will probably be the first thing that comes up. Yep. Show it to your friend and be like, yo, look at this. And see... Their reaction. Their reaction. Because they don't know if you're saying, look at this because it's funny or terrible. Just be like, hey, man, what do you think of this? And then if they if they come with the racism that you're looking for, then you got a new racist buddy. You know what I'm saying? But Add be, them to your clan. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> but don't be don't be messing with us regular folks that's just trying to live day to day. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. I mean, really. And aren't there enough fictional creatures and uh, symbols to where you don't have to use actual humans, humans or culture of people in your sports shit? I mean, that's an old conversation. I don't want to. I can't yeah, even. Yeah, we're not. But pinkies up pinkies to Bonnie Jones. We appreciate that somebody who used their platform. Um, he's a regular in sports. Yes. 
um, I don't know if I should call him a sportscaster. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. fuck with sports. He is a sports personality, though. I have listened to him yeah. on many uh, podcasts talking sports, that's and that's I follow that's him that's on Twitter that's and all that shit or whatever. So I appreciate him using his platform to spread this message that not enough people are talking about publicly. Not We talk about it, but like yeah. I said, I don't even fuck with sports. I just think it's ridiculous. And, you know, pinkies up to making white people feel discomfort. Well, good for you. I appreciate that. No, this this change happens after this comes. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I yeah. There's yes. no way things are going to change if they are not made to feel uncomfortable. They are never, well, not never. Mm-hmm. A lot of they live in a world where they don't have to be discomfort right. in ways that everyone else is. Right. And nothing is going to change mm-hmm. until they are made to feel feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable kind of it's not like i just want to make them feel uncomfortable because it's like oh yeah like right, i'm on right, some petty right. shit no i just know that you're not gonna ever understand my shit if mm-hmm. you don't have those instances in your life mm-hmm. so if i could create them i'm gonna do them well we do what we can you know <laughs> and that's what this show is about yes making people uncomfortable yeah that's what i like to do yeah. i dig it i support that I'm going to see your pinkies up and raise it. <laughs> One of my pinkies up. Okay. Because my pinkies are your longer. Your pinky is larger. As we've established. Um, and I went to this uh, book launch slash performance um, slash, I don't know, I was going to call it poetry reading, but it really wasn't that. It was a major performance. Thank God. <laughs> it was a major performance by um queen goddess she's an educator she's a healer she's an artist she's an MC. um you can check her out at queengoddess.com but anyway honestly i didn't know what i was going to i've, I've known her through a friend for a while like i've known who she is yeah. and i've seen her places and i've known her in New York, there are times when I've seen her places and I said, hey, what's up? There are times when I'm just someplace and I see her over there because yeah. we just be at the same shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm aware of her and I'm aware of her as a talent, but I have never quite consumed her talent and really observed yeah. her, like, put it down. So I was invited to this thing. I knew she did spoken word. Um, which? Right, which we don't we like. We don't really like that. That's not People my, I don't like do. it. I don't fucking like it, yo. Because we I don't, don't like relax it. our hair. Right, right. Stuff. There was a time for twenty minutes where it was cute. Where I really I like spoken word. It. I wrote spoken word. I did I did some spoken word. I didn't. All right. I never okay. was into it. All right. But yeah. But I would support it because yes. that's what I what I was supposed to be yes. doing at that yes. age. But here in the year of twenty sixteen, when anybody 30s. comes to me with something about spoken word, I'm like but I know that this is somebody who is talented. I wanted to support or whatever. Um, so I go to this event and it was nothing like what I had imagined. She is a spoken word artist, but she is also an MC. She is first and foremost an MC. So she, they, she did a few spoken word pieces, but they were not they were not what you and I would call or would imitate and did do. Did she do that annoying cadence? Um, and I walk down the not street. Really. No, not really. I not need really, them to do really. like... It's, but we're talking about we're talking about a woman who is a master of her craft. You know what I'm saying, and is an MC. So I think there were a few where it, it was a little bit of that cadence or whatever. But she's an MC and she's an artist, and so there. And she probably she is a performer at the same time. She's not yes. just doing that cadence. Yeah, and she can and just sing. standing there. And it shit. was amazing. Okay. But the whole point of this, so the the it was uh, the launch of well the performance was called the Book of Light. 
um, and she's releasing a book. And so the focus on this project, I'll call it, I'm, I'm sure I'm not doing it justice, everyone, please visit her website, um, Queen God Is. Um, oh, God Is. God Is. Queen oh, God Is, okay. yes. Uh-huh. Oh, God Is. Right, no, Queen God Is. Um, but the project, the Book of Light, spelled L-Y-T-E as a nod to MC Light, mm-hmm. is to focus uh, women in hip-hop um, and to highlight and celebrate them and acknowledge, really, because we're not acknowledged. Ever. At all, in any Ever. way. And we're not acknowledged to the point that she did this whole thing. Um, and so it was... There was art. There was art on the wall. There were art displays and tributes to women in hip-hop. And and that's the other thing that honestly also rubs me funny because a lot of times when we talk about women in hip-hop, you're thinking of maybe five names. She said that as she was building this project and doing research, mm-hmm. she would ask people this question, okay, so name female MCs? And she said people would get to like 10, you know? And there's mm-hmm. this myth that, that there are not women in hip-hop. And she started building... A list and she realized it really was too many to count mm-hmm. and just because we're not talking about them doesn't mean that they're not there and just because we're not centering them doesn't mean that they're not there um but the whole show was in memoriam to women in hip-hop who we lost i actually mm-hmm. meant to get that the program or whatever it's a list mm-hmm. but um she talked about miss melody she talked about messy maya it was also uh-huh. inclusive of oh, non-gender conforming yeah. right mcs as well because where is their place in hip-hop Seriously. and where do we highlight them or whatever mm-hmm. um and yeah there were several moments when this whole thing was happening where she was performing and i was like oh shit oh shit just because i'm not i'm not you know when i, when I hear I, I i assumed because i know that she did spoken word that this was going to be something less than entertaining for me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. and it, it was really um amazing it was very it was very womanist i felt uplifted as a woman mm-hmm. as an appreciator of hip-hop as i felt included in something that i know that i'm a part of yeah. already um in a way that i had never been included before um, so yeah, it was a tribute in memoriam to those women who had passed on, who we never acknowledged their passing in the, in the ways that, yo, somebody in hip hop, a producer, somebody that made a beat for one song, a male will pass away and people will rewrite history to make it like this dude was the focal point and the center of everything that happened will in hip hop. pass away and was yet even to be signed yes. to a record yes. deal. Yes. And he's, he's all over the rapper. fucking he's place. Everywhere. Oh my God. He, he is everywhere. He was, if he had lived, he would have read this mm-hmm. and this and this and that. Yes. All of that. All of that. And you, and have, you know, you have women MCs, who have yes. had consi- like albums and yes. all of this stuff, and it's not a fucking whisper. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. But um, she started off talking about Miss Melody, mm-hmm. who, when it came up, I was listening to some podcast, and somebody said, oh, yeah, was that before she passed? And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I didn't know she passed until you just said that. Yeah. In 2012. Wow. It's 2016. I didn't even know that until you just said that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. So she did. It, it was... It was... The whole experience was so powerful... 
it was, it was one of those things that, like, I, at the end, they had us fill out a survey, and I was like, you know, she highlights this thing that I never knew I needed because we are so thoroughly erased from hip-hop that our stories and our history and our place in that history is not told. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? It's not told. Um, yeah. So the whole thing was very much a celebration of women in hip-hop. And this makes me sad. I know, I'm sorry. It's probably the wine and... No, it is really sad. Is, I dealt with it yesterday. This is freaking sad. I was there and I dealt this with it yesterday. Okay, it's for real sad. I'm not I'm blaming you on the wine because I have issues with that. Right, right. No, it's But terrible. this is really I sad. I cried the whole... I cried the whole way through, yo. She did an amazing tribute to Miss Melody and it wasn't... She connected it to her... Like, one of her aunts who had recently passed away. So she kind of talked about... She just connects, she just, Miss Melody is a part of our history. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's a part of our history. Her spirit, her vo- her verse, her, her fucking, her image is a part of our history. And so she talked about that. She talked about um, our mothers. and her Yes, yes, like, yes. And it makes yes. me feel bad that this is a fucking legend. Yes. A legend in hip hop. And I didn't even know she passed, even mm-hmm. acknowledge, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. Wow, you know, like I'm missing yes. something, or to give me a reason to revisit, mm-hmm. or any of that shit that mm-hmm. we all do when any of these other motherfuckers Absolutely. die. Absolutely, the whole time we were in that room and things were happening because, as a woman, as a woman of color, as a woman, as a woman of color, as a black woman, as a woman of color, as a young woman, as a woman in hip hop, as a woman, as a black woman, we are also victims of this erasure of ourselves. Yeah. I was in there and things were happening, and I was like, oh my god. What have I done? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck have I done? Mm-hmm. What have I done? Yeah. What have I not? What have I not done? I what feel, is my part? I feel I'm guilty at you right now. And you feel, and it's yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah. It's crazy. Like I want to cry. It's crazy. It's like it's crazy. It's it crazy. Is. It's really crazy. But the whole the whole experience was very powerful, and she has made it a part. Um, she's basically an intellectual and has made it. I don't know. Um, this needs to go on the road. She's right. taking it. Yeah, yeah she's taking it. She's taking to, it on the road. It's yeah. We should actually... I need it to go we'll, on the road. We'll have her on the show. I, yeah, like, this sure. This is amazing. She's doing great fucking work. Yes. I didn't see it, and I'm touched yes. right now. Yes. I didn't even yes. see this shit, yes. and I'm touched I'm right lazy, now. and I didn't know what it was, and uh, I, as I was there, I was like, this is terrible. That queen is not here. This is so bad. Um, But yeah, it was, it was fucking a fucking lituation. It was really, and it was affirming. It was fucking insane. At the end, after she fucking tore the house down and it was interactive, so we're moving, which I also don't like shit that's interactive because I'm like, I came here to like watch You don't shit like to do things. Now, right, I don't like to do things. But it was like, per, it was so well done. Ooh, excuse me. It was so, it was the whole thing. I don't like to do things either. It was just... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I put that on you. That's cool. I take it. I just it. want to say it on phone record. I appreciate I don't you. either. I appreciate so, you. Yeah. Yes, but <laughs> it was seamless. It was perfect. It was, oh my God. It was amazing. I really, I don't have uh, enough words to say about it. But at the end of it, when I felt like this shit can't get no higher, we sat there. She had everybody sit. Uh, it's like after like a bump in like there were all kinds of elements to this shit that mm-hmm. were lit there were trap elements that were high. it was it was fucking amazing and and what I was gonna say was she is an educator she's a historian she has done her research mm-hmm. 
and she's not picking and choosing which women MCs are to be included or are to be cast aside. Like there was even a moment where someone asked a question about um, Iggy Azalea's place. And she talked about how she's not necessarily a fan, but how can we deny her space here? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not for us to snuff her out. Anyway, at the end of the whole thing. She mm -hmm. was only really snuffed out because she's a woman. Because there are a lot of white oh, of male course. rappers who, right, do right. That who play shit themselves, who play, and themselves. play that role right. and yes. do fake shit. Absolutely. But because men don't use their words, absolutely, they not ran out. Absolutely. But I just wanted to say that. Mm -hmm. But okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Listen, your brain's about to explode. <laughs> she had us all, so we sit down, and this is like, you know, it's, it's winding down time or whatever, it's been lit. She has everybody sit down, and the place is packed. She has everybody sit down. And it was, there was lots of different media. So initially she had like some videos playing and she was like rapping with them. Uh -huh. And then there were times where it was just her performing or whatever. We all fucking sit down and she played and we're sitting in silence and we're all engaged and we're all quiet and we're all listening and we're waiting for her to speak. And she has us all sit in silence and we listen to fucking, I'm sorry, I can't. We listened to fucking Azalea Banks' interview mm -hmm. when she was when she interviewed. Was, yeah, the one. Oh, my God. And the one that she did at Hot 97. The one she did at Hot 97. And we call her crazy. People call her crazy. We don't call her crazy. Yeah, I'm about to say, we don't do no, that. No, we don't call her crazy. But we're sitting there in silence and listening and taking the time to listen to this young MC's words and on her experience as a black woman in, in hip hop, hip -hop. as a black woman in the fuck in fucking the twenty tens and shit or whatever, and what her experience is like, and, and the kind of energy that she gets from others, and what what her experience has been as a black child being educated and yada yada yada, um, and whenever people talk about her, they talk about how crazy she is. They talk about yeah, well she says some things, but she's this that or whatever. Yeah, but she does this, but she should say it differently. Da 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 da, and she had everybody in that room sit down and be quiet and listen to what she was saying for the first and i had i've heard that interview with her before several times and for the first like five minutes i didn't even realize i was listening to azalea banks you know what i'm saying because there was so many different things happening as i heard i was like oh yeah i've heard this before i'm like oh this is azalea banks or whatever but for me it was just as someone who we, we all know no one is perfect and we all know that Azalea has had her stuff going on or whatever, but like as someone who is often the person who's saying, no, but listen to what she's saying. And who is not radical and then thinking in an early 20s? Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? And say like, some ridiculous and things. Some shit, yeah, and, and say like, some ridiculous yeah, things. Like, right, of course, of course, of course, of course. I know I have. Absolutely. Um, anyway, but the point is, regardless to what for me, regardless to what Azalea Banks was saying, right, it's so rare that we take a moment and sit and listen to a young, just listen to what this young black woman is That's saying. Say. Yeah. Just be quiet. And this is this is a young black woman who has been struggling and fighting to be heard. Everything that she does, every misdirection yeah. is because I, no one is listening yeah, to her. Yeah, and it's a reaction to that. Right. It's a reaction to expressing right. yourself for the umpteenth million time and no one listens. So of course right. you're going to explode and do whatever right, the hell right, people right, call her right, crazy right. for that. Mm -hmm. And then being a a black woman, period, and a black woman in hip-hop, we are just so used to 
it's sad that we are so used to fucking fending for ourselves. Right. Like, this Azealia Banks situation, like, this really had me through mm-hmm. with, um, I wouldn't say hip-hop, but it really gave me a bad taste in my mouth with black men and hip-hop and how mm-hmm. they treat black women. Because mm-hmm. that girl, that young lady was left to fend for herself. Right. And nobody, none nobody of these men anything. stood up for That's her. That's right. Not... One and people try to say Q Tip did, but Q Tip did not jump into the situation until Action Bronson or whoever else, Mm -hmm. the umpteenth person to attack her, Mm -hmm. said something about hip hop and leaders. Now Q Tip wants to say something. Everyone let that young girl Mm -hmm. fend for herself Mm -hmm. and defend herself, and no one came to her defense. Not one motherfucking soul. But Mm -hmm. you say one thing to Iggy and everyone, and she's being a bully. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Like, that situation really just had me, like... Right. That's why I didn't care when Snoop called Iggy right. a bitch. Because mm-hmm. how long has a motherfucker called me a bitch and nobody defended me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. Right, right, right. But that, that when I seen how, like, on the internet, how, like, people just kept coming at her, coming mm-hmm. at her, and not mm-hmm. one of these motherfuckers right. was just like, yo. As a woman... Chill. If you are not totally pristine in all areas if you are not what everyone thinks is perfect and what everyone thinks is great then you're not allowed to have an opinion your opinion is Mm -mm. not valued Mm -mm. so because azalea banks does things that we think are not appropriate or behaves in manners that are not appropriate we feel a lot of the time she's not respectable she's not respectable then, then she's not worth she's not being acting hurt. like Warren Hill. Exactly. That's the only one who needs to be defended. Oh my God. Right. That's I don't know if I said that. That's the <laughs> other reason why sometimes I don't like things that celebrate women in hip hop because it's as if Lauren is the only woman. Yeah. It's as if she's the only woman and as if her words are the only words that matter and the only package that matter. Let me say something about Lauren real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go too far because people know how I feel about this already. No. I'm going to say number one, enough. 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 Okay. With the Lauren phrase. It's 2016. It was a great album. That Miss album Education. came out. Nineteen ninety-eight. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted. You're fucking That's enough. almost twenty years ago. Enough. Listen to the whole album again. Is a lot to be desired in terms of like the message. Okay. It was fun. It was great. Wait, and many people have had those same messages after her. Of course. Many times. Yes. She's not the only person I've heard that. No. From. No. Like <laughs> enough. 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 What I would like from Lauren Hill right now, I don't want to go to a show and see her perform the same shit with different music behind it. I don't want to fucking see that. If that's what you want to do, that's great. Don't <laughs> impose it on me. Don't bring it to an award show. Like, I want to see it. I don't want to see it. Okay? If somebody shares that clip of her at Black Girls Rock one more time, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, I haven't seen it. Don't watch it. Thank God. It's a waste. It's her on top of some Fela music. The best part of the whole thing are the Fela girls. I heard that she doesn't own her the music or like she doesn't have rights to like perform it anymore that's why she does that's that. fine i don't want to hear it anyway <laughs> <laughs> i'm okay? not i'm not too right, sure right right but i heard right, right. yeah like i don't i don't mind some the contractual creating, stuff, right so i don't that's mind the creative mixing up of it i just really do feel like there's a, a bit too much dick writing for lack of a better word okay and it's just too much just blanket like really it's like she could get on stage and do anything and people, and people would think it was like amazing there are other women MCs out here there are other people doing do stuff things. and what we should be asking Lauren to do is because, show up all the time well there's oh, that let, okay. her, let, her rock, let her cook for a little bit she has mad kids or whatever she's got my issues. mom had mad kids she would show up to work on time 
every day. My mother did not, but she went to work and she got promoted and she made it hot. So it doesn't matter what time she got there. (laughs) Anyway, um, no, we should be asking her to rise to the occasion and write some shit. Tell us your story, Lauren. Tell us no. what you're doing now. You are one. Of, she is an amazing MC. Why would MC. I do that? She's an amazing Why MC. Why would I do that? I can live off of the shit that I've been living off of for 20 years. That fucking respectability. Summer. Blame the woman for her own fucking situation. <laughs> bullshit. You fucking know. If that shit was cute when that I was, was a teenager. That shit was popping when I was a teenager. And I needed something to believe in. I needed yeah. to, you know. When I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing with my vagina. That was cute then. <laughs> I know what to do with my vagina now, Lauren. <sighs> Write some rhymes. Tell me what it's like to be a mom. Tell me what it's like to live in your shoes, yo. Tell me some new shit. You are an MC. We value you as an MC. Anyway, my point was, I usually don't like shit that celebrates women in hip-hop because it ends up being a Lauren Hill fest. Like, if she's the only fucking woman alive. Okay? Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, y'all gotta see the show. I wanna see it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So anyway, it was amazing. I'm going to leave links to it. Shout out to our friends, uh, TK. She was one of the guests. She, well, she was, she's was she been a guest here, so you guys should know who she is. But um, she was one of the co-producers of that project. That's dope. Um, and Conscious was there as well. So shout out to Conscious. They did an amazing job. That's it was seamless. Thing. It was flawless. It was amazing. And um, yeah, I loved it. I would go see it again. It was really, really That's cool. fucking lit. Oh. It was great. Lituation. It was a lituation. Nah. It was a lituation. Um, <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I was like, lituation. Yeah, but then you were smiling and carrying Cause on. Because I was in character. What like, going on? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah. You were going to say something about something awesome. Some new business. Yes, yes, yes. Tell us about it. I feel like the listeners can hear you stroking your braids, okay? If you would just leave that to a minimum. They cannot. They can. I'm sitting here. I hear it. The mic is right here. Okay. Okay. But I got these new braids. And I like they are very them. cute. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So, um, there will be, on April 19th, a new um, app that is similar to, like, an Uber or a Lyft, and it's called Chariot for Women. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, basically, Chariot for um, Chariot for Women is basically women cab drivers who only pick up women, and if they pick up um, males, boys, they're the ages thirteen and under. Mm-hmm. Um, it was created by a man named Michael Pellets, who was a cab driver, who noticed that um, the concerns that his passengers would have were different based on men and and women mm-hmm. and that um and you know some well i'm a person who talks to my cab driver you hate when your cab driver Don't talks talk to me my g but he noticed you know from talking that women have had you know they have some stories mm-hmm. so he decided to make an app where um women would be in cabs with other women mm-hmm. um the difference is, well, duh, obviously the cab driver is a woman, that's one. Mm-hmm. Two is, usually when you order an Uber, they give you a picture of the driver, right. and they give you the car make, mm-hmm. like what kind of car it is. Do right. they give you the license place number? I don't remember seeing that on um, Uber. 
but you have the face and the makeup of the okay. car. There might be, there's a code of some sort, okay. I think. Mm-hmm. So this one, they do that, but then they also give you the license plate number of the car that you're in. And there's a safety word that the driver and you only know based mm-hmm. on what the app generates. Mm-hmm. So that you know you're not just getting in a random car. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, especially if you live in large cities, there could be two of those kinds of right, cars. right, right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But so I thought that um was pretty cool, and um I do know that I don't really Uber a lot. I don't really take cabs a lot because I'm on a like budget. Mm-hmm. But I know for myself personally, I've had situations with cab drivers where I didn't feel safe either because of um some sexual tension or mm-hmm. racial tension. Mm-hmm. But I've had had my situation with cab drivers. What I do like about stuff like Uber and whatever is that it's an easy way for me to hold these people accountable for their shit. Mm -hmm. But even with Uber and Lyft, there have been lots of reports of women who have been sexually sexually assaulted assaulted or um, harassed Mm -hmm. sexually and all Mm -hmm. of this stuff. So I think I I would feel safer with a woman cab driver. Anytime mm-hmm. I got in a cab with a woman cab driver, I kind of would smile like, "Hey, <laughs> you know what? I talk to her. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I don't like, talk hey, to anybody hey, else, girl. but I talk to her like, hey, girl, hey, because hey. because really, honestly, when I see a woman cab driver, usually, oftentimes, at least in my history, the majority of the taxis that I've taken have been late at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and like back in the day when I was working retail, coming to yeah. from the Bronx or whatever. Um, so yeah, if I were to see a woman, I see myself in not a particularly safe situation yeah. and now I'm seeing another woman in a situation that's not yeah. right necessarily too safe because you're picking up these weirdos, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Either a weirdo driver or you're picking up a weirdo, weirdo. one yep. or the other, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so her I would talk to like, hey, what's yeah, all I this talk now? To, I talk to women drivers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I remember being maybe about 18 or 19 and... I have large breasts. That's no mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm what? Just, yeah, I Go do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was going to my boyfriend's house at the time. Took a cab. No, I wasn't even going to his house. I was leaving his house. Mm-hmm. I flagged a cab. We was arguing. Otherwise, he would have drove me home. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's another thing. Mm-hmm. So, flagged a cab. I was wearing like a tube top, some jeans, but I also had a blazer on. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Just to give you a context. Flagged a cab. Getting a cab. Tell him where I'm going. I was going back home. So we're talking. I always talk to my cab driver. I think it makes me feel comfortable when I right, talk to my cab right, driver. Right, right. So I'm talking to him. And I think it humanizes me because I'm a woman and I have to remind you that I'm a right. human. That's probably what I'm doing. Right, now that right, I'm thinking right, about right, it. Right. Yeah. Anyway. No, I'm just in the back staring at you through the rear view mirror. <laughs> like, I dare you, my G. I dare you. Okay? I'm memorizing everything that's popping off in this car. <laughs> Texting people. That's right. Anyway. So we get to my house, my building, whatever, and I'm like, how much? And he's like, you don't have to pay. And I was like, um, huh? Mm-hmm. And I've got free stuff from men, like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that, that I was on the 18 end, but I've learned that sometimes men give me things that they think I'm cute and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So I'm thinking this is, might be just one of those situations, like, okay, I'll save a little right. $8, yeah, whatever. And I was like, why? And he was like, you know, just, you know, let me see them. Oh. I was like, excuse me? Yeah, just you know, just feel, let me see, let me see them. You know, that's why I, that's why I picked you up, cause I could tell how how nice they were. Oh. Uh, I go off, I curse him out, I spit on him. Ooh. And I get out the gas. That's a happy twist. Yeah. 
and I get out of the kitchen. Because, you know, I'm very big on if you make me feel uncomfortable, right. I'm going to do what I have right, to do. To, right, it it right. helps me feel better mm-hmm. that I make you feel uncomfortable or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, like, curse him out, spit on him, whatever, and all of that. And I just, I'm like, go, I go upstairs about it. I didn't tell him, like, anybody in my family. Mm-hmm. If I told my dad, like, well, not that he could find a guy, but that right. man would have been, like, murdered. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> let's just be for real. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, oh, Aaron, yeah. I am thirty two now, and people think I'm like not. They got my kid sometimes when I have right. a book bag and shit. Right. I was eighteen, so I probably looked like I was like fifteen or, right. or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like you really thought you was going to take advantage of me for mm-hmm. eight a eight dollar cab ride? Well, because you had breasts, and I mean that's your fault. So and I was nice. And you were nice, which means that he was, you know, deserved to be able to see your nipples. Yeah, it yeah. was, it was, it, that's like one of the worst, like, cab experience I had. But I spit on him. But I've had others where, like, I had a, because I'm, well, I'm, when I'm from the Bronx, it's, it's not a nice place. Right. The neighborhood I'm from. Mm-hmm. I had a cab driver pick me up and ask me to pay first. I'm like, no, that's not how this Mm-mm. goes. That's not how this goes. Well, I'm yeah. not taking you. And I'm one who always knows my rights and shit. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I'm already in your cab. So by law, you have to take me wherever you want me to mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. But how do I know you have money because you came out of that building? Uh. Mind you, you know me. You make me feel uncomfortable. I make you feel uncomfortable. It was like an African cab driver who could barely speak English. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You can't even speak English. Yeah. And you're questioning where... You know how much shit I can say to you mm-hmm. right now? And we started arguing and we... He still told me where I wanted to go. We mm-hmm. argued the whole way. He told me my people sold your people. Oh, I hate when they say that, yo. My people sold that your they people. Love saying, and and I, but nice. I said. I've heard that so many different times. I said, and the only reason you're here being a cab driver is because my people. So Hello. what the fuck are you saying? Yeah. Like, don't act like fuck right, out of here. Right. Yeah. I didn't pay him either. I ended up getting out. And that's, I was dating an African man at, the, at that point, so mm-hmm. I called him. And I used to have so many issues with African cab drivers mm-hmm. to the point where my boyfriend at the time was like, look, I don't know every West African person. Could you mm-hmm. not call me and tell them I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh know these gosh. people. We don't know all right. know each other. We're oh different countries. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm just venting. No, you actually, I feel like you want yeah. me to look for these people. Oh, <laughs> like, that's yeah. funny. But yeah, I used to get, I, oh. Yeah, I have that's bad horrible. experience, but I, that's why I, for, I think stuff like Uber makes sense because now I, there's someone I can hold accountable right. I for my ill treatment. Mm-hmm. I was in a cab one time, and this guy, um, clearly an immigrant, he said to me, "So something like, so you watch Sex in the City?" I was like, "Yeah, I watch it or whatever." He's like, "So you're dating?" So he's talking to me, and it's mad late. So I was like, "All right, I'll play this game." Um, I was like, yeah, I did here and there. He's like, you have the sex, right? I was like, uh, I guess. He's like, yeah, you guys, you have the sex and you have sex with your pussies and everyone here is having sex all the time. Anyone can fuck you, right? I was like, what the fuck? What country did it seem, or what region of the world did it uh, seem I was like trying not from? to say, but he sounded like he was, I would assume, somewhere in the Middle East. This is okay. all based on the way that he looked to me. Yeah, like, we're not, and just yeah, my that's experience. why I said the region of the world. Yeah, 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 think. yeah. Somewhere in the Middle East, possibly reaching towards Egypt or whatever, maybe. Um, I don't fucking so know. So now he's in America where women just throw our pussies around. Yes, and he was going on, and, and where it's okay to, to talk to me about my pussy. Because. It was crazy. 
You don't respect your pussy anyway. Exactly. So and I so just, I can just talk to any ridiculous. woman that I pick up in a cab, especially a brown woman, because I'd be very yeah, surprised if, if he felt you... that comfortable talking to a white woman. But again, these are all just my assumptions, because yeah. why the fuck is he talking to me about my, my pussy? Yeah. And I was like, no, it's not really like that. He's like, yes, it is. You like to fuck with your pussy. And I was... We like on the highway now. It's nowhere for me to go. I was like, is this nigga gonna try and do something with my pussy since he thinks it's so yeah. fucking like free and shit? Accessible. Yeah, this conversation went on for an extremely long time. There was like he wouldn't stop. He would not stop. Um <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to laugh at your story. No, of course. One time I awkward. got arrested because of cat situation. But um Yeah, see I don't be trying to go to jail, yo. No, it wasn't like that. Right. I was in a cab with a thug man okay that you want to date with i want to date with right and he pulled out a gun and oh that was in the cab yeah we were in the cab and the cab driver called the cops why he, he had to pull it out what happened he did not have to pull it out he's a uh, fucking stupid thug person where is he now he actually is dead oh my god i'm I don't sorry care. i don't even remember his name uh, but you don't cab- remember his name no but i don't like you i don't remember yeah. your name that's just that was yeah. a bad date right my first time getting arrested mm-hmm. we're in the cab the cab driver, African man, does that whole pay me first thing. And he's right. like, no, you pay when you get there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that, whatever. Um, we get to the destination. We get there, right? Mm-hmm. So we won, right? Did we, though? Now it's time to turn up. He pulls out the gun. If I wanted to rob you, I would have robbed you. Oh, my gosh. I was like, why are you doing oh, that? Oh man, you I wasn't already scared, home. But it was like, why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why when we got out, I was like, you know, that was really stupid. Mm-hmm. Like we got to where we wanted to go. Like what was that for? Mm-hmm. And that was some machismo. I don't. It right, was just right, right. So stupid. how did y'all get caught? Cause we go in the house, and I'm in there, and I, then I just want to leave. Mind you, this is our first date. Oh. So I'm in the house, and I'm like, I need to go home. Like now, so mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to go. Um, I probably was thinking about having sex with him, but after that, I was, like, turned off. Right. So, I'm like, yeah, I need to go now. Mm-hmm. Like, now. And he's like, all right, you know, whatever. And then I realized, because I was drunk, too. I sobered up and was like, I'm with this man in his house, and he has a gun. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you doing? Right. That he's pulled out on somebody. Yeah. yeah. So, then, you know, whatever. And all night, he was asking me if I was right or die, and I was telling him I wasn't. Ugh. I was like, nah, I'm not really mm-hmm. one of those. But when we were leaving, he said to me, like, yo, the cops might, might be out there. Would you mind taking a gun? And I said yes, because this is a person who already pulled out a gun. Right, right. I don't, I think I'd rather the gun be in my bag. So I just mm-hmm. was like, yeah, put it in mm-hmm. my bag. For me, but I was thinking about that. Right, your personal safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then when we came out, the cops, like, the cab driver was like, it was them! And oh <laughs> like, whatever, so the gun is in my bag, so we both got arrested. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any time, people. Mm-hmm. I was safe, you know, whatever. Um, but there was no need for him to pull out that damn gun. No. And there was no need for that cab driver to assume that because we were young black kids that we were not going to pay for the cab. You're right. Had he not assumed that, everyone would have gone home having not pulled out a gun yeah. or had a gun pulled out uh-huh. on them. Um... Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, he did pull a gun out on. No, him, though, that is horrible. That is you should not be doing from that. Payment. Yeah, but that right, 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 is right. what made that happen because you've seen two young be, black right. children. Mm-hmm. Well, we were young adults mm-hmm. in a cab, 
like why did you um stop mm-hmm. when we weighed you down right if right. you felt this way, I understand yeah. your safety and being a cab driver is a risky thing. Yeah, why did thing. you stop? He why did you money. stop for us? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what, damn, see, maybe that's why I don't really like cabs. I'd be like, I take the train. Ah, <laughs> All the time. Like, that's funny, but you be talking to them. I do take less cabs now, though. I do take less cabs now. Sometimes it is more aggravating, especially because I like to Uber pool it. Mm -hmm. Some of those people get in, they want to be on their phones and blah, blah, blah. Somebody got in my Uber pool and they're watching videos without an earpiece. Put your fucking headphones on. Anyway. I don't like that. Anyway. That's when I say, excuse me, Uber driver. (laughs) Yeah. You tell them to stop. (laughs) Well, I was sitting next to her. Oh. It's just it was just so ridiculous. Ugh. Anyhow, um, so breast milk. Yeah. So the next story is a woman was in a, a bar in DC called Little Miss Whis- Little Miss Whiskies. And she was denied entry into the bar because she had bottles of breast milk in her bag. And you're not allowed to have any outside beverages. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> She was, uh, let me look for her name, but she is a new mom. This is her first time going out Mm -hmm. since having her child. Um, I don't have any children, but I know how the breasts get when they get full of milk. Mm -hmm. You gotta pump that, you gotta pump it. It gets real painful. painful, All of of this stuff. So, um, her and her friends, you know, she pumps her milk in the car. Oh, where's her name? Her name might not be. It might, yeah, it's not. It's actually isn't. Uh But she pumps her milk, um, and carries the puts the bottles in the bag Mm -hmm. of the milk. Um, These are the bottles. They're small. Mm -hmm. They're the little bottles. They're not even the long bottles. Puts them in the bag. Goes to the bar. The bouncer's like, "You can't bring beverages in here." She's like, "This is like this is breast Mm -hmm. milk. (laughs) Like, this is not for like." us to go inside and right. drink. We're not gonna mess with it's your bathroom with drinks. your with yeah. your bar money situation. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this is this has nothing to do with yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um and she was denied entry. Um then somebody didn't somebody say something about how like why would you want to bring those in here? He says the bouncer says, um no disrespect to your condition, but why would you bring that in here? That's weird. This is the thing with bouncers. Nobody asks for your fucking commentary. Bouncers. Bounce. Just do what you do. Exactly. Why are you giving commentary on what is weird or something that you have no idea about? This is weird. That's not a a condition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Having means to feed your child is not a condition. Where should she leave it? In a freezing car? In a hot car? Somewhere where it could not, not be good anymore? Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't honestly. I don't get why she had it in the bag. Only be unless she had like a, a um, one of those lunch bags that keeps stuff a certain temperature. Yeah, there are milk there has are to things be, you can store that in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they don't say that like she that. had right, that. Right, 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 right. But I still, if I seen her bottles in the bag, that would be my thing. Like, hey, ain't that gonna go bad? <laughs> like, it wouldn't be right. like. You can't bring that in here. That's a beverage. It's not like there was... Is this like a wet nurse bar where, mm-hmm. like, there's this mad women with breast-filled... Yeah. There's a lot Milk-filled breasts yeah. that she's going to mess with their... Their bar minimum. <laughs> their, their milk bar minimum. <laughs> like, yeah. what? There's a lot of weird rules surrounding breastfeeding and breast milk. 
um, at a job that may or may not be mine, you cannot keep breast milk in the communal refrigerator. Really? Yeah. You can't keep breast milk in the fridge. And then at a job that may or may not be mine, there's a maternity room where you can, you can like breastfeed or whatever, which uh-huh. I think is great, but they can't put a fridge in there that people can share. Like you can't have... Yeah, for some reason, you can't have a fridge in the maternity room that just everyone who's They do know it's like breast milk. It's not like sperm. It's not like someone's pissed in a cup. Where you, you know what I'm... Like Listen, it's, anything that comes out of a woman's body is fucking violent, yeah, toxic, rage-filled. That's basically fear. what they're saying. This is, someone is going to drink this. Yes. This is an edible thing. Right. It's not a fucking cup of sperm. Mm-hmm. Where the only like, thing that I thought of is like maybe there was some con- there's some concern that somebody could poison somebody's breast milk, but that shit is really that's wild city. If that's the case, anybody could poison your food in the in the community. Yeah, fridge. they would give everyone their own fridge. If, yes. that, if that's the yeah. case, they would yeah. just give everyone else their own mini fridge under their no. desk or whatever. It's too stupid. It's just some man reacted crazy because he's seen a bottle of breast milk and right. he reminded that a titty is just isn't always for him. Right. And he freaked out, mm-hmm. and then that rule was created mm-hmm. at this place. You and then may he went home and told his wife, and she was like, "Well," and didn't stand up for us. Nope. Like my my older sister at her job, she's pregnant now, but when she was pregnant with my other nephew Kadar, who was two, she would um, pump her milk at work, mm-hmm. and it was like. The women in my family, when it comes to breastfeeding and mm-hmm. pumping milk, we don't give a fuck. Right. We're going to do, I have to do this now, I'm mm-hmm. going to do this now. Mm-hmm. And she'll. Well, that's when it comes to anything, but. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, but yes, yeah, that, is, that yes. is the tone of my that's family. That's the tone, but yes, breast milk. And she would pump at work, people like, oh, you have to, what other women, like, you don't feel uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. She'd say, why do I feel uncomfortable pumping, mm-hmm. like, milk. My breast for milk. My milk, like, yeah. yeah. Like, because why sexy. Because sex. Yeah. This this is not sexy. Right. If you get any kind of sexual anything mm-hmm. from this, mm-hmm. something's wrong with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Mm-hmm. And it's, that's how I feel about breasts, too. It was just a breast. You know how many breasts I've seen? Like, so many it's breasts. a breast. So many breasts. It's just a breast. Now, I don't go around just showing my breast, but if you just happen to see it, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going around flashing, Uh, but if it happens to, you know, whatever, I might, because it's like, oh, I didn't, that wasn't what I was intending to do, but it's just a breast. It's just a breast, yo. It's just Just a breast. breast. So, she's going to own that bar. I hope so. I hope so. I hope yeah, when bouncers, no up when bouncers start giving their commentary, I don't on like shit. Nobody asked them. Those I mean, are some other motherfuckers I don't like. It's bouncers yeah. at all. That's yeah. why I think I, when it comes to like, well, I don't really go to clubs now. Mm-hmm. But when I did go to clubs and stuff, but mm-hmm. when I was younger. I always wanted to buy bottles because I just wanted to not be mm-hmm. online and yeah. skip this whole. Right, let me right, just pay right. for my comfort and not have to talk to mm-hmm. these fucking mm-hmm. stupid ass bouncers who usually aren't educated right. or are doing this job while they do another job that they hate. You know, mm-hmm. like all of this. Mm-hmm. We just gonna buy bottles. I don't have time for this. Yeah, I can't. I don't I can't, like that's it. That's why I can't really do. I don't like any, don't anything like that it. becomes a fucking situation. Yeah. I don't want to be asked. Don't ask me no shit. Don't have me stand to the fucking side. Don't, I don't want to be. And I feel like a lot of them bully women because they like, 
Yeah, I've seen that too. They I've bully women because they know certain club culture is in to. favor of women. Right, right And right, I think right. that makes them angry. Mm. <laughs> like, I do. Like, they bully women. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. That's interesting. I think so. I have to think about that. Right, more, right, right, right. No, I, yeah. I see where you're going with I that. I really like it. Speaking of bullying women. Oh, 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 oh. Today oh. in black hair. Today in black today hair. Today in black hair. New segment. Today in black New hair. New segment alert. New segment alert. <laughs> We're up to something. <laughs> We're up to something. Today in black hair. So, I've been, I took out the other hair that I had, right? So, you know, I had braids and you put in a nice crochet with the, that yeah. same braid hair, whatever. And then, so now I'm rocking, like, a curly hair situation. Yeah. Okay? And uh, every time I change my hair, the attitudes of the people around me change. Uh, I'm used to this. Right. This has been my life for years. No. And so, it's like, dude, it's just hair. Right. So, I and I, I, back in the day, I wore wigs, but, like, this, is, this was, like, back in, like, college era where everybody had a perm i didn't have a perm but everybody had a perm and so straight hair was the norm or whatever and when mm-hmm. i would wear my like a wig it would normally be like some sort of straight perm wig or uh-huh. whatever so it was regular ass shit it wasn't anything we all yeah. looked the same or whatever right um and i put on now right so now i have a curly weave my, my hair is typically like i have 4c hair texture and i think that's like is that that's it's like, like the probably, tightest? It's of like the, the kinkiest, curl. right? Yeah, right, the right. tightest like the, of our curl. Yes, yes. Um, and I get attention. Guys like me. People talk to me. You know, I've been bald most of my life, like with a close Caesar or whatever, and I get enough attention when I go out or whatever. This curly hair situation that I've been rocking lately, men are tripping over themselves, climbing over one another, Never. opening their wallets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Buying me drinks without any kind of... Yo, I just stepped to the bar and it was just drinks, yo. It was fucking insane. It's been insane. A man who I have met twice before came up to me and was trying to holler. He did try and holler at me when I was bald, too. But anyway, every time I meet him, it's like he acts like we never met before. I didn't even feel like bothering to go into it this time. <laughs> I just acted like we never met. I was like, that's cool. This is cool. Whatever. Yeah. I've I never seen life. anything like this. I know this I knew life. what was happening. I knew what it was, but it was just so insane to experience it. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. These men were coming from across the bar from all directions. Okay. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, I know this life. It was crazy. And it, it made, it, well. Honestly, it made me very uncomfortable. For me, it's not even, it doesn't, maybe because I'm used to it, it mm-hmm. doesn't make me uncomfortable. Like, for you, this is drastic. You were bald for like 10 years. Right. You were wearing a Caesar for like 10 yes. years. Me, I yes. like to change my hair a lot because I like to change my look. Mm-hmm. I like looking like, I feel like my hair makes me look like a different person every time right. I change my hair. Right, and I right, like right. that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I change my hair so much. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of used to that. But um, yeah, I've noticed men and their reactions to the, like, different hair or mm-hmm. I notice I attract different types of men or different hair attracts more men than this kind of hair. Right. Like I've always but even women treat me different based on Well there was definitely the that, right. There was yeah. definitely women treat me different too mm-hmm. based on the different hairs. Mm-hmm. I guess because I don't actively fuck women that it's mm-hmm. not as um highlighted mm-hmm. or as annoying sometimes. Right, right, right. But right, um right. Welcome to my world. Yo, it was crazy. Welcome to my world. It was really crazy. And I talk to people when I'm out. See, here's the other thing, right? 
You know what, though? What? I feel as if when women have shorter hair, we seem more serious. So it's probably a little, a little what is more. Up with that? Men, honestly, when it comes to men and their approach to women, I have come to conclusion, and I could be wrong, but this is my observations that men shoot their shot, and one is based on probability, mm-hmm. so they just try to talk to every woman in the room because four of them will reply. Mm-hmm. Then who looks like she'll be more receptive, or who looks like, mm-hmm. sh- you know, right. she'll you know say yes. Yeah. So when you're a woman who seems a little more feminine, or mm-hmm. you fit that mode of like girly, girly. Mm-hmm. Or you take care of your look in a way, and it's like you having that hair, like you are making a statement. You want to be looked at if you have this kind of hair. I guess. So she must, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. You're doing that hair because you just like it. Right, right, right. We're doing this hair because we yeah. just like it. And then but this, you obviously yeah. must want attention, so she must need a man. Right, right, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, you know, I'm not a big club person anyway, so mm-hmm. I happen to be at this like. It was early, early club time, so it was probably like I was catching the after work crowd was mm-hmm. still in there, whatever. I had me and my cousin went to dinner. We went down to this little bar, kind of club lounge situation or whatever, and I got my free drink or whatever, which was ha- it seemed like it was waiting for me at the bar. I got my free drink, and then just walked all the way to the back. Like I'm just gonna walk through this and get out of here or mm-hmm. whatever. And yeah, people were like finding me on the other side of the room. I'm like, you know, I'm happy to talk to people. I gave out the podcast card, which is what I do all the time. Uh-huh. You know, it's the opportunity to network. But yeah, it was very weird. And it just made me think about like all those times. I'm not very good like when it came to when it comes to, to dating uh, and meeting people out, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I do a lot of my dating online. It's like yeah. Tinder or like whatever, one of those other outlets or whatever, traditionally. And um yeah, how people always say, well, just go out and talk to people and meet people and yada, yada, I didn't have to do anything. I showed up. I had curly hair. You know what I'm saying? I had big curly hair and people just flocked to me. People just came up to me and talked to me. And I'll talk to you if you talk that to me. That ain't making me wonder who's talked to me because of my hair. Yeah. Yeah. No one talks to me out really ever. I'm always talked to. But I just... I don't know. Mm-hmm. But people always talk to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People talk to me, but I, I rarely have as much option. Okay? Mm-hmm. I had options. I had pick and choose. I left with a pocket full of cards. All right? <laughs> that for me, it was like, okay, this is networking. I can, there are things I can do with these cards. You know what I'm saying? Um, other than dating. But yeah, I had options. When, when I show up with a Caesar, sometimes I get Caesar attention. This is back, of course, before women were going natural and stuff like that. So it was mm-hmm. more of like a, <gasps> what you doing? What's up with you? Who are you? What's your story? Yeah. Um, and then there's for C. Genesia, who's like grown hair and yada, yada, yada. And yeah, I get a little bit of regular, you're a pretty girl kind of stuff. But, but it's it's because you stand out. Wild. It's different. You stand out. You're the right. only one in the room. But it's right. like you're a freaking... Uh, um, albino flamingo amongst all these pink ones. Right. My eyes want to be drawn to that. Right. That's right. that's what that is, and that's mm-hmm. kind of human nature. Mm-hmm. When it comes to that, right? You had your the hair is different. No one else in here has that. It was really and wild. you're pretty. Yeah. I think if I was a guy, I would probably be attracted to that too. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. Very very interesting. Because with this, with your regular hair, there's lots of women walking around with your hair like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now there is. Yeah, yes, no, I'm talking about now. now. Yeah, true talking that. about you now. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so. True. 
It is alarming though. Especially alarming, a person yo. who had, doesn't alarming hasn't changed your hair in years alarming. to see. But yeah, I'm, I'm used to that. Every time, yeah, I'm used to that. Alarming. I don't really like it. Uh, it's alarming. Hair. For me, hair and my breasts are those things that mm-hmm. like kind of like. For me, I do what I want with them because they're mine, blah, 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 blah. But it annoys me how people react to what I do mm-hmm. to myself. Right. Like, always has annoyed me. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's on my head. Why the fuck do you care? Right. Or, or my, what are my breasts doing to you? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck do you care? Mm-hmm. But I don't, people don't understand, um, especially when it comes to women. Because in black women, we have everyone telling us everything about us ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And I leave my house feeling good about myself. And then here's everyone else you know like that thing but my hair and my breasts have always been those things to me I've come to a point where I don't give a fuck and you know me I do whatever I want with my hair and my breasts but those are those things for me they have nothing to do with you Yeah. why do you care yeah that's interesting I don't know I haven't I guess yeah being bald for many years yeah those conversations would annoy me there's lots of whole variety and why so what's this so tell me why what get the fuck yeah out of my face yeah there was a lot of comments I'm gonna start doing that to men on that what when they, they have I don't Just know tell me about these waves what's this about what's this waves what is these why, why do you have waves? a beard so now you have a box haircut so you had one back in the day when you were a child and now it's come back Perhaps around and you're a grown man with a box right haircut here? explain yourself so why did you decide to lock your hair beards What's that about? Why is everyone doing that? You just want to be like everyone else? Is this like a black in? man face natural How can I movement? tell who you really are if you have a beard? That is deception. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Talk about right. our makeup. That's right. That beard. That beard is deception. <laughs> I'm dating a man. I have no idea what he looks like under that beard. At all. No idea. Shave his face. I don't even know who my man he is anymore. He could be a totally different person, yo. I enjoy beards, but I'm just saying. Shave his face. I don't know who you are anymore. I don't know what kind of chin is under there. <laughs> is there even a face under there? Is there a chin? Does my boyfriend have a chin? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> who knows? I don't know anything anymore. Everything is a lie. Oh Everything God. I know to be true is not That's anymore. That's not true anymore, yo. Well, that was. did you want to talk about your braids? Which are adorable? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so... Right now, I have these gray braids, gray cornrows in my head, really long, coming to the side. Mm-hmm. There's kind of like, it looks like half of my hair is black, and then it cascades into a gray. Mm-hmm. Really cute. Anyways, so today I had a very horrible experience with the MTA. I'm not going to go into that because right. I might get angry again, and I've been drinking, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I get in an argument with an MTA worker. Cause I'm just fed up. Right. So I'm cursing him out because it's just that's just where it's at. Absolutely. So I'm. I'll just. I guess I'll just explain the story. I get off the train after I mis misdirected for like the fifth time. And you've been on the train for hours. For hours. Mm-hmm. So he's like probably trying to flirt with me, get my attention. Mind you, it's like close to midnight, eleven thirty ish. It's already weird time for a woman by herself on the train. So I'm already tense. Don't fu- I'm already angry, and I'm already giving off this energy like, don't fucking talk to me. It's just too late for me mm-hmm. as a woman for just men to just be talking to me. Yep. 
oh, uh, I forgot what he said, but I'm like, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Just do not talk to me. Why he's so angry? And what's what's going on? I don't remember what he's saying. I, I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, what's wrong with the MTA? Your communication is fucking horrible. Whatever, whatever. And I just start going off on him and cursing him out. So then he says, oh, well, I don't, you know... I don't know what to do. I don't know how can I help you. I'm like, you can't help me. I already told you not to talk to me. Mm-hmm. You're still talking to me. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. And he's like, oh, well, call 311. Being funny, 311, if you don't live in New York, is like a, a service number where you can, like, um, complain about city things, mm-hmm. get information, New York City information, blah, 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 blah. Basically, this motherfucker has told me nothing. Mm-hmm. Complain to 311. So that sends me over the edge. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you, yo. That's what I say. And he goes, what? Whatever, you nappy-headed hoe? Mm, mm, mm. First of all, why my hair gotta be nappy? Huh. And nappy is not a bad word it's to not, me. Only when you say it like he that. Said it, he said it to in be a way to insult nasty. me. Yeah. He said it like you were supposed to take it as a nasty thing. Yeah. He said it to be nasty. Nappy headed hoe. Call me nappy head mm-hmm. and a hoe. You don't mm-hmm. know anything about my vagina, mm-hmm. my sexual activity. Mm-hmm. I could still have a hymen. Yeah. You could still have a hymen. Could still have a hymen. I'm sure he doesn't know what a hymen is. He does not. No. And you're calling me a hoe. Mm-hmm. So that sends me over the edge, and then I refer to his mother's vagina hair mm-hmm. as nappy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you told me this the first time, yeah, I was like, yo, why he gotta bring it? it for me, it was just like, I hate you, black woman. Yes! That's, what that's it how was. I took it. That's, that's how it I was. took it. Because it's you, nothing. You can't see a black woman. I'm a black woman right now in distress. Mm hmm. And you know the MTA is shitty because you work for this right, place. Right, right. And I said from the beginning, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. You did not respect my boundary. Mm-hmm. So now when I let you have it, it's yeah. a problem. And now I'm a nappy-headed hoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so used to the hoe part that the first part. The yeah, just like, I didn't react to hoe. I reacted to nappy. Yeah. I was like, okay, so he's saying, fuck you, black woman. Yeah. And then I thought, well, why Let me use my a... blackness against yeah. Let me use her blackness against her. Right. Let me make her feel bad about her exactly. blackness. Why she gotta be a hoe though? Yeah, so that's and then why. It was just like, yeah, so because you weren't trying to, you weren't being polite, because you were not making yourself appear as someone who he could fuck. Yeah. You were a hoe. I was a hoe. You were a hoe. So yeah, so when he said that, I'm like, yo, your mom's pussy here is nappy. Like, so what, what, what are you saying? That's deep. Be happy that you're an MTA worker, and it's a felony for me to fuck you up. Ooh, bars. Because that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Tell him. And then I walked away. But how dare you? Mm-hmm. And he only called me that because I, if I, if my hair was some, um, something that was more socially acceptable right. type of hairstyle, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been a nappy head at home. Mm-hmm. But because I have these cornrows, yep. which are very black, mm-hmm. you feel the need to disrespect me mm-hmm. and my hair. Right. And you Mind you, it. he had a nappy ass beard. Like mm-hmm. he is, he's nappy. Mm-hmm. We black. We have nappy. We have mm-hmm. naps. Nappy. And it's not an issue until you use that language. Nappy. Yeah, I mm-hmm. have no issues. If you call my hair nappy, I'd be like, yep. Mm-hmm. But because he used it in that tone right, right, and in a right. way to make me feel bad about my blackness, yep. I got irate. Mm-hmm. And I don't know his mother, but I'm sure her pubes are... Absolutely, those mm-hmm. are nappy pubes. Nappy pubes. No question. No, you came out of... Fu- no Maybe that's question. subconsciously I'm saying. You came out of fucking nappy hair. That's right. You came out of a Shut nappy the f- vagina. Shut the fuck Absolutely. up. Absolutely. 
So that was my, mm-hmm. uh, what do we call this segment? And today, today in, in black, black hair. hair. All right. <sighs> Gosh. Is there a penny is going at it with this oh, bone, bone over here. All right, dog with a bone. Get yours. <laughs> Get yours. Young black and with a bone. Um, unapologetic. Unapologetic black dog. <laughs> I see you, Hennessy Grace Jones, Francis. Um... Oh, so now it's time for news. news. That's not news. news. Oh, we don't even have to do that anymore. That's right. <laughs> In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways. With a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news. That's not news. So today's news that news story is a story that comes from Inhabitats.com. Um, I found this article on Twitter. I've never heard of this publication. But i actually seen this story like three times on mm-hmm. my social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely deserves to be news. Um... Female chief in Malawi breaks up 850 child marriages and sends all of these girls back to school. Wow. That's dope. That's amazing. And that deserves to be news. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read a little bit of the article. Um, Teresa Kachin Damoto, I'm probably butchering your name. I'm sorry, Teresa. She listens to the show. Mm -hmm. Um, The senior chief in the Desta district of central Malawi, world's power of world's power over close to 900,000 people. Mm. So she's popping. And she's not afraid to use her authority to help the women and girls in her district. In the past three years, she has... Oh, so what she did was annul those marriages. Nice. So... Wow. Yeah. She annulled all of those marriages. Where's the paragraph that I like the information from? Okay, so she actually was a secretary for about 27 years. Um, and because of her ancestral background, um, they called her back to that village to be mm. a chief. She was, I guess, already living in more... I don't like that word. Don't say it then. I'm not. She was living in a more... Metropolitan Yes, thank area? you. Uh-huh. A metropolitan setting mm-hmm. type of place. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. That was a great thing. I was thinking. I had to think about it. Though. Thank you. I had to think um, about it. I got you. So when she returned to the um village to be their chief, she was just shocked to find lots of twelve twelve year old girls and mm-hmm. under of the of that age mm-hmm. married already, right? And with children, and she was like, "Nah, mm-hmm. this is." Not the type of place I'm going to leave. Yeah. This is not what it's going to be. So she annulled a lot of those marriages. A lot of, not all of those marriages were young girls married to older men, which is usually what you would think is usually the perception when it comes to child brides. Mm-hmm. A lot of these brides were actually married to young boys also. So mm-hmm. she actually, they don't, they don't say anything about the boys going to school. Mm-hmm. I think because this story is so i guess um the feministness right, right, right. that they haven't said that but a lot of these young boys were married mm. at young ages mm-hmm, too mm-hmm. um and she was like nah not not on my watch right. um so yeah that's all the story says for now but i just really thought that was dope mm-hmm. and needed to say that what i do like is that a lot of times the narrative 
is when places, countries, regions of the world where um, girls are saved, mm-hmm. in, in quotations, right. they are saved by like a white savior mm-hmm. or someone outside. Someone else, not even a, not even always a white savior, right. but someone outside of the culture mm-hmm. who shows them you should not be doing this. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is not you know blah 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 blah. Right. So I like that she is of the people, mm-hmm. and her now, which is basically like no, I, she knows as a woman how she lived and mm-hmm. how she worked and. Why would she deny this to other girls if she had this opportunity, yeah. these opportunities for herself? Right, you right, know, it's right. not like just a savior thing. It's, I feel like she sees herself mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. these young girls and was like, no, I had choices. Mm-hmm. They should have choices. Yep. Now, if they, maybe I don't, at 12, I didn't want to marry somebody, but I did. at least I did, but not at 12. Wanted right. to be married at 12? I had problems. what i like is that she is offering the choice Mm -hmm. these girls had no choice i'm Mm -hmm. sure they had no choice you just get married Mm -hmm. now they have the choice and that is what it should be about Mm -hmm. is that choice Mm -hmm. so she rocks Mm -hmm. and this is a great you know i love that and we appreciate her and mm-hmm. I will I hope for her safety her continued yeah. safety because that sounds like she's probably angering a lot of people yeah um so yeah. we'll keep her in our thoughts yo but 850 that's amazing that is amazing mm-hmm. it's fucking dope it is yeah she ain't let me shut up I have to say she ain't open to build a school but whatever that's my own that's, problems alright <laughs> Can we get through an episode without you shading Oprah in some way? In one way, is that? I mean, is that possible? All right. Thank you. I should since me and Gail became friends in the elevator. Yes. Sorry, guys. That was my phone dropping. Oh my goodness. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, now it's time for the pit. For the pit. For the pit. <laughs> Everybody, strap in. About to open some fucking windows. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. So the Shea Moisture commercial dropped. Yes. And I'm gonna let you take it from here. <laughs> oh, what are, you, well, what are your thoughts on the commercial? All right. So Shea Moisture dropped a new commercial highlighting the um inequities of hair care at your local drugstore, your targets, Mm -hmm. your, you know, those stores where there's typically a beauty aisle and beauty products for women of color are usually relegated to a small section called ethnic. Ethnic. Um, So they highlight segregation in the beauty stores and then they... um, we can play it because there's words. I had actually watched it at work when it first came out, but I watched it on mute because I'm Which silly. I thought was weird. I was, when you said that, yeah, I watched it on mute. Because I watched, there's so many things that I watch on, like, I watch, like, videos scroll down, like, my Facebook feed and whatnot, and really, I did not need the audio. You know what I'm saying? For this, I did. For this, yeah, I needed a, the audio. But when you said it, I was like, Yo, it is a, it's a totally, yes, this particular video is a totally different video with the sound But off. I know you do that often. You work in right. a place where not everyone looks like you. Right. 
She right. could be doing things. Lots I don't know. So that's why I left it alone. Right. Like, Lots of things okay. going on. So I, I did. I did plan to watch it later with the actual sound playing. Sometimes <laughs> I have my earphones, my my old earphones. Yeah, like maybe she didn't have her earphones. Yeah. It's a whole. Thing. She didn't want to play it, and everyone and, and comes to I her like? desk and then exactly. make commentary. Yeah, like you know, exactly. all of these things. So I was right, just like, right, I'll just right. leave it alone. Exactly. I was just like, oh, I'll catch this. <laughs> I'll catch it later. Um, and then I think I do have a little bit of Queen syndrome, which is to dislike things. And everybody was talking about it already. I was like. I'll watch it later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so they're highlighting the inequities of um, uh, beauty products for women of, women of color and and kind of exposing why are we separated and left out of the larger conversation of beauty yeah. in the drugstore and put in this sparsely stocked limited and I actually I went on a um because I haven't had hair in so many years this mm-hmm. hasn't been an issue for me I yeah. just kind of made sure I had some oil at the crib yeah you were not included in this conversation I was not me. a part of this I conversation I used to wonder why you would be disconnected I never thought about your non-hair yeah I just didn't just have like, any hair I did not have how does to she not understand and I mean I, I was I was a person who in high school was the only person rocking natural hair so that was it was always something that I went through by myself it was not like Hair for me. But even not being natural, just like like hair shit with black women. Like even if you have a relaxer, your relaxer is only there. You know, like it was just things with hair that was just mm-hmm. like, how does she not understand mm-hmm. this stuff? Mm-hmm. But now I mm-hmm. guess because you didn't have hair. Yeah. I didn't have hair <laughs> for a long time. And for a long time my hair story was very much my own hair story. I did not feel Yeah, you didn't have to include anyone. So. Right. But even when honestly, even when I had hair, I did not feel connected to other black women. With hair, I felt like we were doing totally different shit, yo. Mm-hmm. Totally different shit. So, right. So, they, they have so shade, moisture, and I think it's, I want to say Droga 5, or there's an ad agency. That's their new ad agency, yes. Okay, great. Yes. That they partnered with to make this short film, they're calling it, um, on this. And so, you see black women, and they're, what they, they included um, black beauty bloggers and women like that in the commercial mm-hmm. so they also have if you check the Shea Moisture website there are um, videos of the making of this yeah. commercial yeah, so I haven't watched all those we just have been conditioned to go to the corner and find our spot where we've been placed there is a section called ethnic and there is an aisle called beauty to be honest we've dealt with it our whole lives to the point of internalizing it. Do I feel like I'm beautiful? Is ethnic not beautiful? When I go to the beauty aisle, I feel secluded and out of place. It's been frustrating. This this is just the way it is. How can I break down those walls? moisture and now we can be found in the beauty aisle where we all belong what i was saying was right so i just recently have hair now because i've been growing my hair maybe for the past year and a half or almost two years or whatever um and as i am going through this process and looking at hair products now whatever because products are different than they were when i was in high school and shit they're a lot better it's a a whole new world it's a lot better it's a whole new world right um you were ahead of your you were ahead of your time yeah, it was really and lonely. And your head suffered. My head suffered. My heart suffered. <laughs> it was very, very lonely. Um, 
So yeah, so I I would go looking for products and I'm wondering what is this ethnic aisle? I knew of its existence, I knew it, but having to go in there every single time and really the term ethnic bothers the fuck out of me because me we're too. all ethnic. That's that's a part of we're my all That's a part of my beef. Everyone is With ethnic. Who I'm throwing in a White pit. people them ethnic. Ethnic everybody ethnic, ethnic. ethnic means people. Everybody. Everyone is ethnic. So this whole thing of an ethnic aisle. Ethnic. Ethnic. That whole like sprinkling of something different. So you're othering me. So there's yes. beauty. There's beauty. And then there's ethnic. 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 Um, so yeah. So I went on this uh, fucking Snapchat tirade over this for me and the 10 people following me <laughs> a while back or whatever. But And we've all talked about it. It's fucking ridiculous and insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, what was lit about this was at the end of it, so when they talk about breaking the walls is the hashtag for this whole thing. Um, but at the end of it, they say that you will now find Shea Moisture products in the beauty aisle. Wow. Which is lit. It's fucking lit, yo. It's and, lit. Yeah. It yeah. makes sense. Yes. It's this it's shampoo. Yes, yes. And and what they've said is, um, I was trying to find more information on how that became possible, but what I did find was that like for sixteen years they weren't even available in retail, those products, because they no. didn't want to conform yeah. to the way that drugstores sold their products and the way that they were expecting them to market their products. Yeah. Um, which I think is cool. But I was wondering, okay, so how 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 did we get here? How did we get to where now we'll be able to find these products? Like, what did they have to do to get this done? Um, so that I, I wasn't able to find out. But I do think it's amazing that I'll be able to now walk into the fucking beauty aisle. I agree with Jay. And, sorry, before, mm-hmm. they their shit has always been... Even their own little section of Shea Moisture shit has always been popping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. it's always it's always pretty full. It's It always looks good. It's always a wide variety of stuff. Yeah. And I feel like they demand that of whatever establishment. Retailer that right, they right, have. Right. Yeah, it's them. clearly very official. I feel... I agree with Jay. Mm-hmm. And I did not think there would be anyone in the world who would have an issue with this. Because why would anyone... But there are people, and those are who I'm throwing in the pit. And they're black? They are black women! (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So I'm on my Twitter last Mm -hmm. night, scrolling through my timeline. You can't do Twitter late at night before bed, man. That's That's the the time for Vine. That's the time for Vine (sighs) shenanigans. I need to get back on my Vine, because I don't really pay attention to That's Vine time. Late night time is Vine time. So, Twitter, taking a break from editing an article or some shit. I'm supposed to be doing shit, Mm -hmm. but I'm not. I'm on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And one of of the people I follow retweeted, starts retweeting these tweets of this woman who was, like, yelling at Shea Moisture and how dare they use us, use black women and our products to appeal to white people oh and God. I've never heard of hair care equality mm. but <laughs> why would we fight to be in their spaces oh and not fight to have God. our space be as prominent as theirs <laughs> what are you saying what? are you reading this right are you reading this no they're not do you they don't know what you're saying. So then, mm-hmm. 
I go to her timeline to read the, the bullshit. I've come to terms with not, when it, when something is so stupid, I'm not even retweeting it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm endorsing the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you don't know why I'm retweeting it. Mm-hmm. You don't know that after those that retweet, I'm cursing you out and some mm-hmm. shit. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm navigating that space and I'm not doing it as much. So I go on her timeline and I'm reading it. Her name is, you go on blast. Her name is Serene underscore Sensei. <gasps> Wait a minute. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I think, wait a minute. Well, yeah, she's in the pit. Oh, boy. So she goes on this rant saying that the stuff I just said. Oh, boy. Then she asks another person named Lonnie Delane. Okay, wait, let me, can, I, let me, can I look and see what you got going on here? Oh, oh man. You follow her or something? Yeah, but just because, not for no reason in particular. Oh, well, you know, I don't follow people who don't use human abuse. Right, we might, so. the show might follow her. Yeah, you would be doing stuff. So, <laughs> um, she added, I guess, a t- friend of hers named Lonnie Delane who wrote this horrible ass think piece. Mm. And I have issues with think pieces because I'm a writer and mm. I don't write lots of think pieces mm-hmm. because I feel as if when it comes to journalism and this think piece revolution Mm -hmm. shit because Mm -hmm. everybody can say whatever the fuck they want to say is that there's a lack of research and it's just your opinion Mm -hmm. and you just want to persuade people and that's not enough for me yeah it's not enough for me Mm -hmm. so um Lonnie Delane wrote an article on her and I'm sorry a lot of them are really just an opportunity to get some clicks off that's what that's exactly what this is yeah it's really nothing there's no there's no meat in it there's nothing Nothing. creative in it you haven't done any extra at all the person who wrote this shit ass thing piece only has 122 followers no. you trying to make a come off come up off of Shea mm-hmm. Moisture like I need you to fall the fuck back but anyway so she Tell writes it. a piece and she basically talks about how I've been noticing how Shea Moisture has and I'm not gonna front cause one time Shea Moisture released the advertising with a white baby mm-hmm. and I was like what's going on here Right. Ah, right. I did have that feeling but right. I got over it oh yeah so she follows she follows the show Oh, well, she in a pit. pit. So, she, the person who wrote the I thing piece. Oh well, she in a pit. Um, the person who wrote the thing piece is basically saying how Shea Moisture is. Um, let me, let me. I didn't want to give her another click, but she just gonna have to get it. Mm-hmm. Y'all know how I am about these clicks. I don't mm-hmm. just be giving these shits away. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, bitch. Sorry, sorry. You got me here on Twitter. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. Shea Moisture, did they break the walls or create barriers for black-owned brands? And her thing is basically saying that now that Shea Moisture is saying that they want to have the space in the beauty aisle, that now all the other black brands who would have less clout than Shea Moisture are going to have to fight for the shelf space. Mm. And I don't think she understands and I didn't understand this either until I researched Shea Moisture and mm-hmm. their story. Right. The fight that Shea Moisture has put up with just trying to stay afloat. Mm-hmm. Shea Moisture only sold all of their shares to whatever company so it's not fully black owned anymore right. so that it could still keep going. Why? Because we were not buying enough of their shit. Right. Because their stuff is kind of, it's pricey because it's all mm-hmm. natural and it's great for our hair but it's pricey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were not supporting it enough financially for them to stay afloat. So they had to do what they had to do and why would I be mad at them for that? Right. Why would I hate them for that? Mm-hmm. Like at first when I was adverse to them having the 
you know, the white baby or whatever because mm-hmm. it was like, no, this is mine. Right. It's not really mine. This is a person's business and this is their dream and mm-hmm. they're trying to keep it going and mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out ways to do that right. shit. We do that in our own lives with mm-hmm. our own career. And why would I hold you accountable to me trying to stay afloat? Like, why am I getting mad at you for trying to navigate right. capitalism? Right. Mm-hmm. Why would I get mad at that? Mm-hmm. And... I don't think they know this because they didn't do the research mm-hmm. to understand why Shea Moisture is not even fully black-owned anymore. Because mm-hmm. honestly, not to say it was our fault, but we were not spending... They were not getting enough money. Mm-hmm. We were not spending enough money. Mm-hmm. And it's... I am a person who buys Shea Moisture when it's... Mostly when it's on sale. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things I make now myself too because it's cheaper. It's more affordable. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to hate on them because they're doing what they have to do to stay right. afloat. It's still... I look... After I read her shitty ass article, I went on her Instagram. It's still very black. Mm-hmm. I went to and I, and it made me think of Mix Vixen and how I'm kind of Mix Vixen. Yes, like, I don't mind if a white woman reads Mix Vixen. Mm-hmm. I don't care what color you are reading Mix Vixen, but I know what imagery I'm gonna use, mm-hmm. and then I know who the standard is for me. Right. And I feel that that's kind of the same thing that Shea Moisture is doing. Mm-hmm. I want. Hey, they probably want white people using their lotions, blah blah blah, blah whatever, because it's good shit. Mm-hmm. But who are they marketing to? Like, who was the visual that they're using right. when they're marketing still? Right, right, it's right. it's us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's us. And I'm just tired of us like nitpicking and telling black people how to be black, which ways to be black, mm-hmm. how to be a black business, how you're supposed to conduct yourself to be a black business. Right. You don't even fucking know anything about business. Mm-hmm. True that. True that. What do you think, though? I mean, this is going to have an effect on smaller brands. It right? is. So what do you think about that? I I get that, but just like you said, when you are in that little ethnic aisle, mm-hmm. whose shit is always full? Right. Shea Moisture. Right. Because I'm pretty sure that they put claws in mm-hmm. whatever the fuck they do. Mm-hmm. The outshells merch- always sure have to be... merchandising instructions, yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They fall for that shit, so... I'm supposed to make Shea Moisture feel like shit mm-hmm. because right. they make sure, right. you know right. what I mean? Right. Like, I get that, but a lot mm-hmm. of those other, a lot of things in that ethnic aisle are not even black-owned. True that. Kansu, whatever that shit is, is not mm-hmm. black-owned. Mm-hmm. Um, African Pride is owned by Revlon. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff in that aisle is not even black-owned. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm sure they don't even know that shit. Right. So, what the fuck are they talking about? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Research if the shit is even black owned. Do you know if it's black owned mm-hmm. or not? I'm mm-hmm. sure they don't. Because a lot of that right. stuff in the ethnic now is not black owned. Right, right, right. True that. True that. True that. And I guess my other question is if if this um the ethnics, the small Oh wait, what? sorry. That's another thing she said in the thing. Ethnic is not a bad word. When you go to the supermarket and you want to look for couscous and whatever, it's in the ethnic aisle. That's that's problematic. That is bad. Too. That is offensive. Right. That what uh, I ethnic international eth- exactly. That's a better word. One ethnic means people, but we use it in this and especially in the United States, mm-hmm. we use ethnic to mean non-white. Mm-hmm. We use it as a discriminatory thing. Right. So no, the definition of the word is not something bad, mm-hmm. but the way in which that word is used is horrible. Mm-hmm. So don't, uh, ethnic is not, uh, I don't, they're in the pit. Yeah. Both of them, I feel like they were trying to make a come up mm-hmm. off of 
the mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you understand capitalism. Right. I don't know if you understand business. Right. I don't know if you even know that all of that stuff from the ethnic owl is not even black-owned mm-hmm. companies. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. just shut up. Yeah. Yeah, I do feel like space can be made in the beauty aisle. That's Or just to fucking extend the beauty aisle to wherever you have these quote-unquote ethnic products. Um, I feel like it doesn't have to mean the death to smaller brands who are selling products to women of color or people of color. Um, I could see how one would question, okay, now what's going to happen to this brand who only sells edge control? You know what I'm saying? Who Mm -hmm. only sells this one thing. Like, where is that going to sit? But I assume it will sit where all of the products that are for white women sit that are just this. They have items. We call it edge control. They have white women have shit that does what edge control does for us. Like, come on. It's it's like, it's really not not that serious. serious. You're like making it some complex calculus problem and it's just five plus five. Mm -hmm. That's it. Right, right, right. There are there are white well, women there are white women here equivalent products mm-hmm. to out this shampoo, right. this conditioner, mm-hmm. this lotion, the shit for hold. Mm-hmm. There's like right. it's the same stuff. Yeah. They just don't call it edge control, but they got shit to hold shit together. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think the only thing they don't got is twisting stuff. The stuff we use to like you know what I say like twist. It's probably right. the only thing they don't have. No, no. What is it like for curling in here? No, but it would be like yeah, maybe not such a putty, but that's stuff that could go into the like the fucking mousse and gel area. Exactly. I'm just saying well. there yeah. are things. Right. That that they can be grouped together. They yeah. can be in that same area. Right. Come on. Right. Really? Right. Really? I feel you. Ugh. Snaps to that shit, yeah. Oh god. Snaps to that shit. Let me take a sip. Take a sip. I mean we did it. Drink the rest, yo. I think we did everything that we came to do today. <laughs> oh, my God. We did, we did, oh we did. Oh, my goodness. We did. Yo, thanks to everybody for listening. for listening, for joining us. We appreciate you. Um, Do we thank... We thanked everyone for the t-shirt situation last yes, week. Yes, we right? did. If you guys purchase t-shirts please take pics we want to see your pics yes you we love your them. rbg t-shirts so far my sister has taken a picture Yay, your sister my has sister taken, taken a picture, picture. michael has taken a picture yep 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 uh-huh it's really really cool somebody else sent me a picture someone sent oh, you a picture yeah 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 shout out to um demetrius uh walker uh-huh. my friend from capitalizethebee.com he also he was on Snapchat taking a video of it. Oh, so that's I, cool! I stole a picture of it or whatever, but it was very creepy because it was I did like a screenshot of a video and you can see that on Snapchat. But yeah, whatever, you're, whatever. You're cre- you stole one oh, of my things too, and I was like scared. Are they stealing stuff? I, I mean, know. everybody relax. You know, it's there for public consumption. Um, <laughs> so shout out to everybody. So please send us photos. Please uh, feel free to talk to us, yo. Yeah, free, um, free, 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 free. <laughs> Um, be sure to follow us on our Tumblr and Facebook. That is Tea with Queen and Jay. Yep. Follow um, us on Twitter, Twitter and Instagram yeah. at Tea with QJ. Email us at Tea with Queen and Jay at gmail.com. And, and I think I'm going to say I'll follow me on Snapchat. And I'm starting to do that a little bit more. Oh. My name is Bamboo Earrings. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's how I was feeling that day when I made the account. Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm a little afraid of the Snapchat, but y'all can definitely follow me on Twitter 
at Janicia F, J-A-N-I-C-I-A F as in Frankatone. I just made that up. Yeah, yeah. I know. Frankatone. Frixie. Farina. Okay. All right. Anyway. What's happening? Wait, <laughs> why are we awake? I have to be to work in a few hours. Um, <sighs> well, summer is coming and we're up to something. <laughs> we are. I'm stopping it. No, we're up to something. We have something you know? else to say. No, all I'm gonna say is that we're up to something. June is coming. We're up to something. Okay. Okay. That's I'm, all. I'm gonna stop I guess it. you can turn it up. We said everything. Uh, I, I I don't know. I think we did. I think. Thanks for coming, guys. Tell your friends. Thank yeah. you for sharing the show. Black Lives Matter. They matter. Hey. You gonna join in on this? It's not recording? that kind of podcast. Well, Welcome. It's late night. To tea with Queen and Jay. Are we doing the show during the sound check now? No, but the oh. way you did that. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, and hands. The word of the day from Queen and Jay. Today's vagina. word <laughs> is vagina. Vagina. Women have vaginas. Mm, some men have, have vaginas. vaginas. Yes. Everyone needs a vagina. Vaginas are self-cleaning. Ooh, you wouldn't know that by all the products they try and have you stuff in your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants you to stuff something in your vagina. Do Ooh, not stuff things in your stop vagina. Doing that. You can stuff dicks in your vagina. You can put fingers in there. Yeah. Do not stuff foreign objects in your vagina. If you do Dildos. put, you put a, a foreign object. Mm-hmm. Maybe put a condom on it. Yes. You know? Yes, but... Because uh, safety is important there, too. Do not pour a bowl of vinegar in your vagina. Don't do that. Don't you do it. You will fuck with your pH. You'll and then you know it. what happens? You fuck with your vagina. Then it'll it. get yeasty and all this other it's shit. disgusting. And that's not what you want. You know what they say, though? You can take an apple cider vinegar bath, but... But you're taking a bath. You're not pouring it right, in your vagina. You're not this is different. A solution Between you like squirting vagina. something in your vagina and then you sit in something and it's like Don't do bad things to your vagina. Do not use you these only products get on one. your vagina. Sometimes some people have two. But Yo. generally you only have one vagina. Yo. There's nothing wrong with the smell of your vagina. Nothing. If you have a fishy odor or something out of the ordinary or it smells rank. It's probably an infection yeah, of some sort, which is, un- which is not uncommon. Sometimes that. having a new partner can lead to infection. Sometimes having multiple partners can lead to an infection. infection. That happened to me once. Yes. And, um, you know, you gotta really just... And what? if your man expects your vagina to smell like roses, he's not the man for you. He's not a man. Because he would know that vaginas smell like You want somebody that doesn't know what vaginas smell like? Playing he- around in your vagina? I don't. I don't want that. I have had men enjoy the smell of my vagina. Mm-hmm. And tell me when they left, I can still smell your vagina Ooh, in my beard. Yes. And I'm like, yes. That exact story has happened to me. And it's great. And then? I want him to smell vagina. Not yeah. some like roses or pineapples no. and shit. Because then he's not thinking about me and my vagina. That's right. That is right. It should be specific to yeah. you. Exactly. What were you going to say before I cut you off? I was going to say something totally not really unrelated, but I don't think I want to get that specific because okay. we shared a story and I don't want to tell the story. All right. I'll keep it to myself. But word of the day, vagina. Vagina. I think I like that. <laughs>